supportive vine, leaning on Him. Amen. Not leaning to my own understanding. I'm leaning on Jesus, safe and secured. Hallelujah. From all alarms. Amen. I'm leaning on the Lord. I trust in Him today. Blessed be the Lord. Praise God. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Hallelujah. What have I to worry about? What do I have to fear? I don't have anything to worry about. Amen. Praise God. I was telling Brother DeMuth last year at family camp, Brother Scott Jacobs, our pastor down in Perdisheen, gave me a big old red button. I need to start wearing it for And it simply says, Jesus loves you, but I'm his favorite. <laughs> I need to start wearing that. Praise God. Blow some people at Walmart's mind when I walk in with that on. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Just think about it. What do I have to worry about? He's got the whole world in his hands. 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 He's got everybody here. In his hands, he's got everybody here. In his hands, he's got everybody here. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He got the little bitty baby. In his hands, he's got the little bitty baby. In his hands, he's got the little bitty baby. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He got you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got you and me, sister. In his hands, he's got you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got it in his hands. Don't worry. Fret not, little flock. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. (laughs) Praise God. Don't worry. Amen. To the book of Romans this morning, chapter 12, verse 18 through 21, while you're getting your Bibles. If you need a Bible, i got plenty in my office. <laughs> I say you want McKinley. <laughs> I know. Where is it at? <laughs> Praise God. Romans chapter 12, 18 through 21. I love messing with McKinley. He's going to be a preacher someday. He just don't know it yet. I just can't wait. I hope the Lord lead me around long enough to hear his first sermon. Amen. Him and Jesse, I'm just waiting for the day. Amen. Verse 18. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably. With all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, give him, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. If it be 
possible. <laughs> Amen. I want to talk to you from this thought this morning. The way to live peaceably with all men. The way to live peaceably with all men. Father, we praise you. God, we thank you for your spirit, your presence that we feel in this place. God, I don't have enough words to edify and to magnify you and thank you for what I feel today in this place and from your people. I pray, God, that you bless each and every one of them with your loving kindness and tender mercies, that you open up the flood gates of heaven, that you pour them out blessings, that they won't have room enough to receive it, Lord. If they need healing, let healing flow. If they need deliverance, let deliverance flow. Whatever they have need of, God, let it take place and transition to them this day. And I will continue to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise and thanksgiving this day, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. If it be possible. Amen. What does that tell you? <laughs> it tells you that it's not always going to be possible. Amen. Some people are just going to get under your skin. Some people are going to do things and say things that you're going to wish. I wished I hadn't heard that and I wished I did not know that. Amen. Some people are going to drive you to the moon and back. Amen. Some people are going to lie on you. They're going to gossip about you. It's going to be like a dagger in your side. Sometimes it's just not going to be possible for you to live at peace with all men. Sometimes you're going to just have to put up with them, though. If it be possible, Paul says, to live in a state of peace with one's neighbors, friends, and even family, sometimes may be difficult, but we got to realize what he's trying to get us to see. It's not about their peace. It's about your peace. Amen. It's got to be about your peace. You can't allow what other people do to you to cause you to lose your peace. So Paul says, if it be possible, live and peace. Amen. He says, I beseech you, I beg you, don't take vengeance on your own selves. Amen. We cannot allow brawls and misunderstanding by other people. Amen. To have an effect on our peace. Amen. We must continue to walk in peace and live in peace. To be happy and maintain our happiness, we must be at peace with all men. Amen. Whether they will be at peace with us or not. Paul tells us in Romans fourteen nineteen. Let us follow after the things that make for peace. And the things wherewith one may edify another. So Paul says we need to follow after the things that make for peace. Philippians 4 and 8 and 9. So Paul tells the church at Philippi. He says whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on those things, those things which you have learned and received and heard and seen 
and me do. And he says, and the God of love and peace will be with you. So we've got to think on the things and follow up the things that make for peace. God's ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. So if we're going to be happy and live in peace, the responsibility falls on us. No matter how other people treat us, I cannot let it affect my peace. Because if I want to see the Lord, Hebrews 12, 14 says, i got to follow peace with all men and holiness. Without shall no man see the Lord. So I can't allow what others do to cause me to lose my peace, my serenity, my calmness. Amen. I can't take matters into my own hand. I've got to give God a chance to work. Amen. Sometimes you just got to walk away. That's what David did. Amen. You got to walk away when your enemy is trying to derail you. Hezarus had to walk away from Haman when he found out what he was doing. Amen. And so, dearly beloved, he says, I beg you or I plead for you, don't avenge yourselves. Give room to anger. Give room to wrath. Let God work in, on your behalf. You are God, little children. And greater is He that is in you than in He that is in the world. Jesus loves you. And because He loves you, all things are going to work together for your good. Amen. It may not seem like it's working right now when somebody is doing you wrong. But believe me, it's going to work all all right. That's why Paul says in Romans 8 and 28, And we know that all things work together to good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose, for whom He did predestine, them He did also call. And to whom He called, He also justified. And whom He justified, He also glorified. Amen. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. We've got to realize we are of God. And so therefore we don't take matters into our own hands. Jesus says the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives. He came to save men's life. Amen. So never take the role of judge in your own hands. But rather give place to some injury. Give place to some Foul language coming against you. Bad words coming against you. Because it's for your peace. You've got to stand firm. Amen. Stand when you've done all you can. Amen. Notice. It says when you've done all you can do, stand. Stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth. Having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the gospel of the preparation of peace. Above all things, take the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fire darts of the wicked. Amen. Peter says in 1 Peter 2.23 that we need to have the attitude of Jesus. He says, whom when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not. But committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. See, when they called Jesus all kinds of names, when they called him a deceiver, when they said he was a devil, a bezebub, when they said he was a blasphemer, he did not use harsh words, he did not get angry, 
He did not try to take revenge. He simply said to you and me, I've left you an example (laughs) of how you should deal with people. It would have been easy for him to call a thousand of angels to deliver him. But what did he say? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus says, blessed are you. Amen. When men shall persecute you and revile you and say all matters of evil falsely against you for my name's sake. He said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For so, amen, they persecuted the prophets before you and great is your reward in heaven. Amen. It's all about your peace. It's all about your calmness, your tranquility, your serenity, not the other person's. It's about yours. You're maintaining that state of calmness in your life. The bigger person knows how to deal with these things. The bigger person knows how to walk away. The bigger person knows how to turn it over to Jesus. It's the small-minded person that get into arguments, amen, and try to get revenge. But greater is he than you. So you should be able to walk away and not allow it to affect you. Don't ever take matters into your own hands. You got to leave room for the judge. Amen. If the judge downtown is, you know, somebody take you to court and and they're wrong and the judge ain't right, you still got to get room for God. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Amen. John says, don't act like the world. He says, don't deal with things like the people of the world deal with it. You operate in a different way. He says, you're of God. Little children. So you've got to mature above what you think and how you deal with problems and situations and what people say to you. Don't think like they think. They already think if I treat you wrong, you're going to come back to try to treat me wrong. Amen. You don't do that. You've got to be bigger than that situation and circumstance. You are under the blood. The blood cleanses every sin away. Amen. We've got to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. So how do we walk peaceably with all men that do us wrong? Number one, do something spiritual. Think about it. Jesus says, the word says, Paul writes, and Jesus has already said it, if your enemy hunger, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him drink. So what's going to happen? You're going to heat coals of fire upon his head. Amen. You want to overcome your enemy? Treat him good. Amen. Buy him a Big Mac meal. Send him a Christmas card. You you got enemies? Send him a Christmas card. See how it blow their mind. Amen. If they lose a loved one, amen. Someone you hear about that they lost, their loved one, their husbands, their wife, their children, whatever, send them a sympathy card. Amen. When you see them, say, hey, sorry to hear about your loss. I'm praying for you. It will blow their minds. Amen. This is how the Christian should operate. We do not operate the way that they operate. Jesus says, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts 
are not your thoughts. See, our thoughts in ways, some way will be, you treat me bad, I'm going to treat you bad. You say something bad to me, I'm going to say bad something back to you. Can you imagine a guy lays on his horn behind you in the, in the drive through and then all of a sudden he gets to the window and you paid for his meal? It blow their mind, man. Amen. But you have to do something spiritual. Amen. Cast all your cares upon the Lord, for He careth for you. Amen. Don't give room to the devil. This is what he's trying to say. Don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. That's doing something spiritual. Amen. When they're cheering you on wrong, think of something spiritual you can do. Amen. What does the Word says? I? How am I supposed to handle this situation? Amen. You are under the blood of Jesus Christ. You will never conquer a carnal mind with a carnal mind. That's why you cannot be carnal and expect, amen, to defeat the people that are carnal. Somebody's got to be spiritual and it all. Amen. And so Jesus says if he's hungry, feed him. They say the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Amen. So if your enemy is hungry, feed him. You know how you tame a wild dog? You feed him. You keep giving a wild dog food and see, don't he let you rub his head pretty soon. See, don't he let you pet on him. Amen. That's how they say out west, guys get wolves and stuff to be their pets. They come into the yard and stuff and they, and they just keep throwing food out there. And pretty soon... The, the wolf just let them rub them. Take care of them. You know? God knows. So you have, you have to do something spiritual. Amen. If you're going to maintain the peace. Because if you go worldly and carnal, what's going to happen to your peace? You're going to lose it. Amen. Number two, you got to do something practical. Practice what you heard. Practice what you preach. Amen. If you preach, then you've got to practice what you preach. Do something real. <laughs> you know, you can't do, you can't stand here and say you're a Christian and then get out there and act like the world. You can't do that and expect to maintain your peace. Amen. Let them see the light shining. Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. This is why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, Do I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not love? I am become as the sound of brass and tinkle and cymbal. He said, Do I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mystery and have all knowledge so I can remove mountains and have not love? I'm nothing. Amen. See? So I've got to give room here. We've got to do something practical. Amen. Jesus says, if your enemy smacked you on the right cheek, turn the left. If he take your coat, give him your cloak. If he said, go a mile, go too. Amen. Why? It's about your peace. It's not about his peace. It's about your peace. Because if you don't have peace, you're going to be the one in turmoil. It's going to be you to be the one that missed the mark. Amen. Because it's all about peace. So as much as lie in you, if it be possible, and I come to tell you today, it is possible for you to do it because greater is He that's in you 
than he that is in the world. And he has given you an example. Do something abnormal. Amen. In Acts chapter 9, when you see Paul is resting and, and he's the enemy of the church. Amen. It would have been easy for everybody to pray and say, God killed Paul. Amen. God destroyed Paul. Amen. Get rid of this guy. But know what happened on the road to Damascus as the light comes around Paul and knocks him off his mule. Amen. And Paul is led by the Spirit into the city. Amen. And as a result, down the street called Straight, Ananias, amen, is in a vision. He's meditating, if you want to put it that way, on the Word of God. And the Lord said to Ananias, Ananias, he says, here I am, Lord. He says, get up and go down to the street called Straight. He says, there's one Simon, amen, down there. And he's seen a man named Ananias coming to lay hand on him that he might receive his sight. And Ananias said, whoa, ho, 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 ho. Wait a minute, God. You, you sure? It says Saul down there, and uh, he's blind, and he's seen a man in a vision named Ananias coming in. I, I'm thinking Ananias probably said, you got the wrong guy. He says, we've heard of this guy that he's arresting your people. He's got letters from the priest to take us to jail, and you want me to go down there? He just said, oh, yeah. Go ahead on down, he says, because uh, I'm going to show him how much he's got to suffer for my name. He's a chosen vessel of mine for the Gentiles. Amen. It would have been easy for Ananias, like you and me, to say, man, I just don't know. Maybe I should give me an axe in 238. <laughs> yeah, take along with me. Amen. But Ananias walks in, and immediately, what does he say? Brother Saul... The Lord Jesus, which appeared to you on the way, have sent me that you might receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And immediately the scales fell off of his eyes and he received his sight and he was baptized and they put food before him and Paul spent time with them and from that moment he preached Christ. I come to tell you today, amen, don't think God's ways are your ways with your enemies because when they hit rock bottom, when God afflicts them, amen, in such a way, they're going to be looking for you that know the Lord to come to bring them into the understanding of the light, amen, and to pray with them and to feed them and to help them, amen. You never know what God is going to do with your enemies, amen. This is why you cast your cares upon the Lord. This is why you don't take matters into your own hand. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should become saved, amen. He wants everyone to come to repentance. He wants everyone to come to know Him. And that even includes our enemies sometimes. We don't know how God is going to work it. We don't know how He's going to do it. But I come to tell you today, He's going to work all things for your good as long as you stay and do what His Word tells you to do. In Acts 16, it would have been easy for Paul and Silas to say, kill the jailer. Let the jailer kill himself. We don't care. Amen. He beat us. He put many on us. He put us in this dungeon. He's put these shackles on us. But 
that know. Amen. As soon as that earthquake hit, amen, and that jailer called for the light and he was going to kill himself, Paul says, do yourself no harm. We are all here. And as he led them out, he said to them, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They said, believe on the Lord Jesus. And they baptized them in that household. And they had fellowship together. Amen. And God delivered that man. Amen. I've come to tell you today, don't ever take matters into your own hands. Amen. Your enemies need to be saved. They don't know the Lord. Because if they know the Lord, they wouldn't be treating you the way they're treating you. So if you try to be like them, it's going to affect your peace. Amen. You've got to leave room for the Lord. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Do something abnormal. Do something practical. Do something spiritual. Amen. In every situation, in every circumstance, and watch and see what happens. The story is told about a man who was getting ready to go through chemotherapy. And all of a sudden, he looks at the God that's getting ready to minister it. And he says, uh, what you got on gloves for? And the guy says, the chemo will burn my hands. And the guy says, so you're going to put it in my blood? The guy said, the blood can handle it, but the flesh can't. I've come to tell somebody today, the blood can handle it, but the flesh can't. And there's now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and it was weak through the flesh, God sent His own Son, and the likeness of sinful flesh condemned sin in the flesh, that we might be the righteous of Him who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Amen. You've got to be spiritual minded. Amen. You've got to do something spiritual every time somebody treats you wrong. You've got to hide the Word of God in your heart so that you know what the Word says for you to do. So when people treat you wrong, when people say all matters of evil falsely against you, you don't let it affect your peace. Amen. Because without peace shall no man see God. Jesus Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And that's why you've got to follow His example to maintain your peace. So dearly beloved, as much as lie in you, if it's possible, and it is possible, live in peace. Amen. Praise God. God will work. You just got to let Him. <laughs> Amen. Vengeance is mine. Give God a chance. Amen. I remember that song in the world. Uh, I think it was Yoko Ono from Japan and uh, John Lennon. They says, all we're saying is give peace a chance. You remember that song? Amen. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Amen. He's the Prince of Peace. So if you want to keep your peace, give him a chance to work. Amen. See, because above everything else, i got to be saved. Amen. I can't allow someone else to affect my peace and cause me to lose my salvation. Amen. As much as lie in you. Amen. 
It's easy to take matters in our own hands when others do us wrong. Amen. And treat us unfaithful and wrong. Amen. But that's not the Christian way. There's a higher way. And that way is called holiness. You've got to be separated unto the Lord. Amen. When Peter cut off Malcolm's ear, amen, Jesus says, put up your sword, Peter. Amen. You live with a sword, you're going to die by the sword. Amen. And Jesus reached down and took Malcolm's ear and put it right back on him and healed him. Amen. I bet you there was a whole lot of those guys in that group got saved that day. Amen. When they saw that miracle right before their eyes. Amen. We can't think like they do. David says, Lord, how increase are they that trouble me? Many there be, Psalm 3 says, many there be which rise up against me. Many there be which saith to my soul, there is no help for me in God. He said, but thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. You are the glory and the lifter up of my head. He says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I lay me down and I slept. I awake, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000 people which have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, and save me, for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. You have broken the tooth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to you and your blessings are upon your people. So people are going to trouble you. People are going to say things against you falsely. People are going to rile you, revile you. But your peace is at stake. Just know God understands all. Amen. He has your best interest. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Though a host should encamp against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in His temple. For in the times of trouble, He will hide me in His pavilion, and the secret of His tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me on a rock. My head will be high about my enemies round about me. Therefore, when I open his tabernacle to sacrifices of joy, I will sing. Yeah, I will sing praises unto the Lord. His peace that passeth all understanding is your peace that passeth all understanding. Vengeance is mine. Being a Christian don't mean that you're weak because you walk away. It means you're strong. For when I'm weak, then I'm much strong. Amen. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. And if you do that, you can live peaceably with all men for the rest of your life. Let's stand this morning. Amen.
Do something spiritual. Turn to somebody and say, do something spiritual. Do something practical. Do something abnormal. Amen. Do something different than what they think you're going to do. Amen. (laughs) No, don't lay hands on them. (laughs) Do something totally different than what they expect you to do. Because you are a Christian. You are a child of the King. Amen. And it's all about your peace. Amen. Don't worry about how they treat you for what you do. Amen. That's up between them and God. But God will walk all things for your good. Amen. Because your peace is the state. Amen. 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 Above all else, I got to be saved. So, Lord, whatever you have to do in me, don't let me be lost for eternity. No matter what comes. Paul says, we're troubled on every side, but not the stress. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. We're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Christ might be manifested in us. He said, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day By day. Amen. Our peace. Amen. He's the Prince of Peace. Amen. I can't let the devil steal my joy. I can't let him steal my peace. Amen. I can't let him affect what God is doing in me. Amen. Because I've got to be saved. Amen. Praise God. So if you're here today, before you leave, if the enemy has been trying to get you to do wrong, if the enemies, if people have been coming at you saying, oh, matter of evil or falsely against you, let me encourage you. Do something spiritual. Amen. Buy them a meal. Buy them a soda. Buy something. Just, just treat them good and watch and see what God does. Amen. Through them. Amen. I'm going to sing this song. If you want to pray for a while, you can. Amen. Here, above all else, I must be saved. Amen.